Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and we are a Christian Protestant Internet Church, which meets on the Internet every Wednesday evening and Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and on Sundays at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time as Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday. We just want to praise the Lord for his presence and for his work and for his grace and for his blessing. We encourage you to join us in our chat room. We have a holy chat room, a righteous chat room. And our righteous chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is www.com. MiracleInternetChurch.com That's MiracleInternetChurch.com As the page comes up, across the banner at the top, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. When the page changes, click the word Guest. Then sign in using your own name. Sign in using your own name. Say hi to the saints, and the saints will say hi to you. Amen? We're very friendly here. So we thank the Lord for you, and we give the Lord praise. Amen? Thank you. Thank you, Lord. We want to thank the Lord for his goodness and for his mercy and for the many miracles that take place in this ministry. Far more miracles take place than you get to hear about during the broadcast due to time. However, the Lord is working in the background, and he's changing the lives of men and women and boys and girls everywhere, all over the globe. We are an international ministry. This is a worldwide ministry. We are uh, physically located in the United States of America, but our broadcast area is across the globe. Amen? All across the globe. I didn't just say one or two places. I said all across the globe. Amen? So I want to thank the Lord for his patience with us, his long-suffering with us, and for the many blessings that he has given us. Amen? Praise the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you that when we come into your midst, there you are, Father. When we come into your very presence, you're there waiting for us. And when two or three of us are gathered together in your midst, you're in our presence. We thank you, Lord. We want to thank you, Lord, for the history of miracles and blessings that you've blessed this ministry with. 
We want to thank you, Lord, for your abundant grace and your love that's poured out in this ministry. We want to thank you, Lord, for all the many people that you've allowed us to minister to over the decades. And we want to thank you for everyone that's participating now, Lord. It's been a privilege and an honor to minister to your people, Lord. We thank you and we give you praise for all that you're doing, Lord. We thank you for the training that we're receiving, that we might be ready warriors, ready global warriors, ready to do your bidding at any given moment. We are at your disposal, Father, to use as you see fit. Thank you for training us. Thank you for bringing us into more maturity than we have ever had before. We want to thank you, Lord, that you are fitting us so that when we see you face to face, we will not be ashamed. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We lift up to you, Father, everyone in this ministry who is having physical and spiritual difficulty, pain, and suffering. We unfreeze that face in Jesus' name. Those are in pain, that are in physical pain. We send the attack back from whence it came in the name of Jesus. Every attack must go back. Every attack must go back in the name of Jesus Christ. Every attack, every physical attack must go back because by the stripes of Jesus, we have been healed. We are healed. And we possess our healings now in Jesus' name. We take authority. We take a dominion. We take power over the work of the enemy, over his evil. Over his evil attacks against every member of Miracle Outreach Ministries in Jesus' name. With the sword of the spirit, we cut ourselves free from every soul tie, ley line, silver cord, garland, chain, fetter, net, yoke, oath, and covenant that keeps us connected to evil and wicked persons in the name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> The healing that's needed in our minds, Lord, we thank you for supplying in Jesus' name. Saints in your prayer languages. We take authority, dominion, and power over weakness. Weakness in the body, weakness in the spirit. 
We bind the devils in the name of Jesus Christ. And the mother, and the mother, eh, healing for the mother. Healing for the mother. Father, we ask that you deliver us from evil and wicked persons in the name of Jesus. Even if we're related to them. Healing in the eyes. Healing in the spine. Ruka bashanda rokorekita da bre. Irisile de dio sunda da brisa da dio do robariketa. Rile de dio healing in the lungs. Rule de dio sunda da bruka de di di da bruka baba ba kushe. Rile de dio sunda da briketa da dio sunda rokorekisa. Rule de dio si de rikisa da briketa da dio sunda da briketa da dio ta. Riketa da brosa de dio sunda da brisa de chete da bruka ta. Rule de dio suto rogota da brosa de di di de da bruka da rikisa. Isha baba ba ku rogo lula de anda da brosa de di di chete da briketa. Rile de dio suta da inward organs. Ishe internal organs. Irigidi da bruka. Irisile de dio suto da briketa de di di anda da briketa. Sulla de dio chete da bruka de di brisa de di di ka. Under the maraku gakushon der rikita da brisa da brike de 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 osuturo bri rike da broge geko rokaharu kusha de da brike da risa. We bind arthritis in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind arthritis and we curse it at the root in the name of Jesus. Rule de di osuturo brike de di di osuturo rige de rugohore. Rule de di osuturo brike de di di osa de da braba baba kusha de da brusa. Irrigide da bru de 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 osu to robrike de gushan da rabroke de Rigide da bruja de kuksha bababa bruko te de brishata Rike de da brisa da rabroke de in the bloodstream In the bloodstream Hallelujah Relelele osu to Father we ask that you give a blood transfusion In the name of Jesus Christ to all who are members of this ministry Who require such in Jesus name The blood of Jesus The blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. All witchcraft attacks must go back in the name of Jesus Christ. All witchcraft attacks must go back in the name of Jesus Christ. Fire of God. Fire of God on every ungodly soul tie in Jesus' name. 
the fire of God, the fire of God to consume every ungodly soul tie in Jesus' name. We break your grip and hold, Satan. We break your grip and hold. We break your grip and hold in Jesus' name. We break your grip and hold in the name of Jesus. We break your grip and hold. We bind Beelzebub, we bind Belial, we bind the Lord of the Flies in the name of Jesus. In the private, healing in the private, in the name of Jesus. Spasms, we bind you in Jesus' name. All spasms, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we ask that you heal the mind of all the members of Miracle Internet Church in Jesus' name. We ask that you heal the minds, Father, of every member in Miracle Internet Church tonight in Jesus' holy name. Holy Spirit, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. The blood. It's the blood of Jesus. The blood. The blood of Jesus Christ. It's the blood. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus Christ. The blood. The blood. The blood of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over all inflammation in Jesus' name. We bind those devils in the name of Jesus Christ. All insomnia is bound in Jesus' name. Break it, break it, break it, break it, break it in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Break it, break it, break it, break it, break it in Jesus' name. Runda da rogoho rekisa da rabrike de lidiondo rabrike. Rike de rebrusha da rabruka bababasho to rabrike. Salalariosun rabrike de 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 osuto rabrike da lidiosuta. Rike de rebrusha da ramanaki. We give you praise, Father. We're drinking the blood of Jesus. We're drinking the blood of Jesus. We're drinking the blood of Jesus. We're drinking the blood of Jesus, and it's filling us up. It's filling us up. We're drinking the blood of Jesus, and it's filling us up, Lord. We're being filled with the blood of Jesus. Every place within us, Father, filled with the blood of Jesus, filled with the blood of Jesus, filled with the blood of Jesus. We're filled with the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, From our position, seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all his evil angels, all evil spirits, all demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, vices, plans, orders, demonic assignments, and satanic agendas. We bind and cancel all these against the righteous in Jesus' name. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. We close and seal all portals, channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks under the heads of the devils that bring them, cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons. Reporters, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, listeners, all electronic, digital, and technology demons and their attacks, all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, all Kundalini spirits and their attacks, water and marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, all passive devils and their attacks, all sorcery devils and their attacks, all pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, Artificial intelligence, smart dust spirits, and drone spirits in Jesus' name. All seducing and womanizing and whoredom spirits in their attacks. The Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all remote viewing. We cut it off in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all sonic and audio weapons in the name of Jesus. We bind all the whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger and their attacks, along with the charmers and the seducers in Jesus' name. All hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism, mind control, by the occult. We bind you in Jesus' name. We bind all targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks, all microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, the work of every druid, all audio weapons, all sonic weapons, Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, and remote viewing. 
Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we take authority, dominion, and power as the body of Christ on all remote viewing, and we close the lens. We close and seal off the lens by which we're being viewed and observed in Jesus' Every attack sent against our electronics, we return to sender in Jesus' name. Every attack must go back. Every attack must go back. Every attack. Every attack. Every attack. Every attack must go back in Jesus' name. Baba ba kushete, rise da da baraka de dio son da baraka de dio sota. Rumba baba ba kushete da brusa le dio sota da bre. Rike de dio sota da bre. We release darkness to them in Jesus' name. Rule da da sota da baraka de dio sota. Ruka da 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 sota da. The blackness of darkness we release to them in Jesus' name. Rusa da da yor ruka harike da da brusa da da bruka ba. Irusite da brusa da da bruka ba 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 da da. We bind all mystic rituals in their intent. We overturn and empty all the cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, Australian, Asian, Pan-Asian, Indonesian, North American, South American, Korean, Japanese, Taiwanese, Caribbean, and Latin American magic and or black and white magic in Jesus' name. We bind all Morgellons attacks and return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin and the culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. In the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the prince of the power of the air. We return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog. And every abomination that's been committed, we bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela of cruel abuse devils and satanic worship and witchcraft dedication. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, spirits of supplanting, 
the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts magic, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind you and we break your powers in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, assassinate, defile, corrupt, divide, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. In Jesus' name, we bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool, and the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projections, sending us demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. In the name of Jesus. Now, uh, saints, I want to tell you something right here before we go any further. If you're ever in a situation where you're in a physical pain and you can't get any relief, keep pleading the blood of Jesus. Pleading the blood of Jesus and calling on the name of Jesus. And don't give up. Don't back up. Don't back down. Just press till it breaks. Press till it breaks. Press till it breaks in Jesus' name. Amen? Those of you who have problems remembering that, Write it down. Amen? Write it down. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Hey, hallelujah. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset. We bind the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies, and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, bio-PK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the king of pride. We pull him down from his high place in the name of Jesus Christ, and we chain him with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' holy name. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We break the hands of the thieves. We cut off the hands of the thieves, the hands of every thief, in the name of Jesus Christ. We cut off the hands of the thieves, in the name of Jesus Christ. We 
Well, we bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption worldwide, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, and Baal, Molech, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72. We bind you and we chain you with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' holy name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins. Okay, I said poisons, so if you had something said to you in your dream, we just broke that power. You need to be in agreement in Jesus' holy name. We undo the work of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, ceremony, and rite in Jesus' name. We bind the works of all associated organizations in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head. According to the scriptures, we bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, witchcraft, and mind control back on their own heads in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence in Jesus' name. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere. We pray especially, Father, for persecuted Christians wherever they may be. Encourage them, Lord. Encourage them and supply their needs in Jesus' name. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Amen. Your right hand shall save us. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we circumcise all ungodly thoughts from our minds. In the name of Jesus, we disconnect ourselves from every spirit that has followed us, was sent to us, 
or transferred us to Jesus' name. We bind those spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. We cover ourselves and our mode of transportation with the blood of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over the animals, the demons, and the other entities that are available to cause problems for us. We thank you for dispatching your angels over us, Father. In the name of Jesus, we cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over any dream that was sent to us that was not of you, Lord Jesus. We follow the protocol in this case in Jesus' name. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with the glory in the midst. Hallelujah. We thank you for your warring angels, your praising angels, and your ministering spirits, and most of all, your very presence in our midst, Lord. Every sharp pain we pull out now in Jesus' name and return to sender. Every sharp pain we pull it out now in the name of Jesus Christ, and we return it to sender in Jesus' name. Pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, all voodoo, all witchcraft, curses, and anything sent to us that is not of Jesus Christ, and we return it from whence it came. We cut ourselves free with the sword of the Spirit from all ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other form of agreement with the demonic realm in Jesus' name. We tear down all walls of protection around all witches, Shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, and divinators in Jesus' name. We break the power of the sorcerers in Jesus' name. We break the power of all love spells, vexes, hexes, curses, fetishes, charms, all other kinds of spells, all witchcraft, voodoo, magic, sorcery, all bewitchment, death spirits, potions, jinxes, mind controls, destruction, pain, torment. Psychic warfare, psychic powers, incantations, chanting, hoodoo, crystals, root work, and everything being sent our way that is not of Jesus Christ. We bind the power of all tribal rituals and sins against us in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. By spirits of bondage, we bind you. Spirits of heaviness, we bind you in Jesus' name. Spirits of fear and hate, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. And we loose the love of God that's found in Christ Jesus our Lord over all the saints. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Everybody, amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you. So, saints, tonight... Um, This weekend, saints, I'd like for you to continue your warfare praying for all of the saints in the ministry where their health is concerned. Everyone that is in the Lord's eyes, a member of Miracle Outreach Ministry, we ask you to pray for their health. Just pray in the spirit. Just pray in your prayer language. You don't have to get all trying to figure out what to pray. Just pray for their health in Jesus' name. Everybody, amen? Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. We've had some reports, and so we need to step up this warfare in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Well, tonight our featured psalm is Psalm 147. 
Psalm 147. And our verse for meditation comes from 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 23. 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 23. We want to thank you, Lord. And our featured ebook is Spirit of Rebellion, Deliverance Root System. Spirit of Rebellion, Deliverance Root System. And our guest call-in number is area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. Praise the Lord. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for this word tonight that we call Speak with Authority. Speak with Authority. The majority of Christians in this day and time are not walking in the revelation, the spiritual knowledge that the very life of the almighty Son of God, the living word himself, is living in them. Most people are still just going to church. They're not walking in revelation knowledge. You see, it's important for us to understand the very life of the Son of God Himself is living in us. Now, your imagination isn't going to help you very much there. You're going to have to use your faith. So wherever you threw your faith last, go get it, shake off the dust, blow it off. You're going to need it tonight. Amen? You're going to need it. Your imagination isn't going to take you there. You're going to need your faith. Praise the Lord. We have discussed this topic before, saying Christians say that they believe that Jesus is in them. They say that. But it's a difference in saying it and having a revelation of it. There is a difference between saying something and having a revelation of truth. Concerning this matter It's two different worlds So We're believing the Lord For revelation knowledge Amen Revelation knowledge That's what we're believing the Lord for Christians say That they believe That Jesus Christ Is in them But their actions Speak To the contrary, the mouth is saying one thing and the life is saying another thing. That's called hypocrisy. The mouth is parroting one thing. The life says something else. So we need to ask the Lord to bring us into agreement with his word. Somehow, maybe through ignorance, we're not in line with the word of God because the mouth is speaking something, but the life 
is not testifying to what the mouth has spoken. So that means at some point we're double-minded. We're double-minded because the mouth is saying this, but the life walked out is not is not displaying that. So we need to ask the Lord to bring us into agreement with himself and his word because we're not in agreement. Our mouth is sort of in agreement, but our life isn't yet. Amen? You can ask the Lord to bring you into agreement with him and his word. That's a legitimate prayer. Amen? Amen. So, these Christians are not displaying the same power as Jesus did while he walked on the earth as a human being. You see, some of them don't really know Jesus too well. Some of us don't know Jesus that well. We need to get to know him better. Amen? Amen. They are not speaking the word with authority. They're saying it. It's coming out of their mouth, but not with authority. Because when Jesus spoke, it wasn't like the scribe. He spoke as one who had authority. What he spoke, his life lived. What he spoke, his life lived. Amen? Amen. And that's the truth. So we must be truthful with ourselves. What happens the moment you are attacked by the enemy? Think about it a moment. What happens the moment that you are attacked by the enemy? When you are suddenly faced with dilemmas that weigh you down, until there doesn't seem to be any possible way out. What do you do? Well, a Klondike bar is not going to help. Amen? A Klondike bar is not going to solve the problem. It will probably melt before you get halfway through it. So we can't use that option. So. How do you react? How do you react? Not how does your neighbor react. How do you react? Mm -hmm. How do you respond? Be truthful. You know the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. Be truthful. How do you respond? Well, it kind of varies, doesn't it? Yes, it it varies. Some days you feel powerful in God. Some days you do. And some days you don't. Some days you don't. Sometimes you go right 
to the scriptures. And other days, not so much. Do you panic? Do you worry? Do you complain? Do you wallow in self-pity? Do you blame someone else? Hmm. Do you get cranky and irritable? Do you pout and go off in a corner by yourself? Do you try to make excuses? Mm. Do you blame it on somebody else? Do you move into depression and discouragement? Do you? Does God seem far away from you and your trials? When Satan and his minions launch an attack, do you, number one, face the enemy, knowing that the living word is in you? Do you? When Satan and his minions launch an attack, do you face the enemy, knowing that the living word is in you? Do you, when the enemy comes, realize that because Jesus lives in you, you cannot be defeated in him? Do you do that? Do you realize and speak out of your mouth that no weapon formed against you will be able to prosper. Amen? Do you do that? Is that what you do? Do you decide that regardless of the trial or test you are going through, that you will not be defeated? Do you do that? Do you really know this or you just heard it preached? You know, heard it preached is one thing. Knowing that you know that you know that you know is something else entirely. Which is it? Are you fully persuaded of its truth? Are you? Or do you start out in the spirit and end up in the flesh and its defeat? You know, you had a good day for a while. You started out in the spirit first thing in the morning. And by the time the day was over, you were in the flesh. Is that the way it happened? Amen? Is that what you do? 
You must answer this. No one can answer this for you. You must answer this. You must answer this. The moment that you confessed your sin and surrendered your life and your will, you know, Lord means that he is in control. Some of us still have not understood that yet. That Lord means that we must yield just like you, just like they don't do in traffic anymore. You know, there's oncoming traffic and you have a yield sign. That means you're not supposed to go any further until there's no traffic going past. It doesn't mean you try to beat out the next car. That's not the meaning of the word yield. Amen? You're supposed to stop your motion, go no further, until the oncoming traffic has all passed. It does not mean that you try to accelerate and beat out all the other traffic. That's not the, that's not the principle. Amen? So, Lord means he's in control. It means when you get to the yield sign, you're not going any further until the Holy Spirit passes by and you follow him because the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. The sons of God are led, L-E-D. That means you can't be the leader because you're not the Spirit of God. The sons of God are led by God's spirit, not by their own opinion, not by their feelings, not by the way they used to do it. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. We're growing. We are growing. When you surrendered your life, and your will, and confessed your sins, and you surrendered to the Lord, to God, the incorruptible seed of Jesus Christ, the living word of God was implanted within your spirit. The word of God, Jesus Christ, was planted in your spirit. He is the corruptible, incorruptible seed. He was planted in your spirit. So say, Jesus Christ, the living word of God, is alive in you. Alive in you. But do you believe that? Do you believe that? You can say that you do, but just as soon as the test comes, you'll find out if you really believe that or not, or if that's something you thought you believed. See, it's one thing to think you believe something. It's another thing for it to be tested and found true. Praise God. 
Is this a truth that you live your life by? Is this a truth that you live your life by? Does this truth make a difference in your own personal world? Does this truth make a difference in your own personal world? Only you can answer. Only you can answer. Every person has to answer for themselves. Amen? Amen. The Father has sent his Son, the living Word, to dwell inside of your spirit so that you will be able to take authority over the works of the devil and to put on public display. Public can still be at your house with just you and one other person. Public display all that Jesus is to the world. Now that's a tall order. The Father desires this. This is what the Father wants. He wants the world to see who his son is. And he wants the world to see who his son is by seeing him through us. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 10. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 10. Yeah, he wants the whole world, the entire world, to see his son. And who his son really is through the people of God, through the body of Christ. Amen. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 10. For it became him for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons unto glory. In bringing many sons unto glory. Not just one or two Christians, many sons. Yes, he desires to bring many sons into glory. Many sons to partake of the inheritance which we receive through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Once you became born again, born again, yes, born again, as in the Gospel of John chapter 3, the Gospel of John chapter 3, beginning with verse 3. The Gospel of John, chapter 3, beginning with verse 3. Jesus answered 
and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So see, Jesus is telling you right here, you must be born again or you can't see God's kingdom. You just can't. And this is a scripture for all the people that are dealing with this remote viewing. You see, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Well, if you're in the kingdom of God, they're not supposed to be able to see you. That's right. All that illegal viewing they are doing, they're not supposed to be able to do that. So you might have to seek the Lord to ask a few questions. Amen? You might have to ask the Holy Spirit who has all the answers. They're not supposed to be watching you. Praise the Lord. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? How can this be? How can it happen? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Bless the name of Jesus. Old you, once you were born again, the old you, you remember that you, the you that you're ashamed of now, that one. You know that one. Mm -hmm. The old you, your old man, with all of its sin, corruption, and selfish carnal nature, die. That's right. That part of you die. You left it in the watery grave if you got baptized. And a brand new life was birthed within you. A brand new life was birthed within you. Your old nature, your old man was not reborn. No, he wasn't. He died. He was not reborn. Not that old thing. He died. He experienced death with Jesus on the cross. He died. That old thing died. Stop trying to resurrect it. Amen? Amen. The incorruptible seed, a seed that cannot be corrupted, the incorruptible seed, the living word, was born within you. Just as a baby grows and develops inside the mother's womb, in the very same way, the father intends for Jesus, the living word, to grow and to develop 
until his life is fully formed within you. The life of Jesus has to be developed and fully formed within you. Just like the fetus becomes the baby, so we must go through growth, development, and transformation. Amen? Amen. In Galatians chapter 4, verse 19, Galatians chapter 4, verse 19, praise the name of Jesus. We want to thank the Lord for this. It reads, my little children, of whom I travail in birth again, until Christ be formed in you. Until Christ be formed in you. Paul the Apostle told the believers in the Galatian church that he was in travail and birthing pain, just like a woman giving birth in the natural. Until Christ was completely and permanently formed within them. Just like there's an embryo growing, you know, they like to go get the sonograms these days because they want a picture. They don't just believe you when you tell them there's a baby growing. First, they got to hear a heartbeat. Then they've got to see some pictures. You know, these people have less and less faith with every generation. I can remember when there were no sonograms and there were no pictures, but those mothers believed that they were carrying a child, and some of us are those children. So you see, our Father's plan is for each of us to be changed. Each of us, I can, I can see one of those pictures now. And at a certain uh, time span, the baby's head is really big and the body is not fully developed. But as time goes on, that baby just keeps growing and it keeps growing and it keeps growing. And it keeps growing until it runs out of real estate. Until it's fully formed and ready to be born. Well, in the very same way, our Heavenly Father is watching over Christ being formed in us. Amen? Amen. Christ, Jesus Christ, his character and nature, his faith, his image being formed in each of us. Father's plan is for each of us to be changed, to experience a metamorphosis, so to speak, to be conformed into the image of his son, Jesus. Romans chapter 8, 
verse 29. Romans chapter 8, verse 29. And it says to us, For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. You see, because God is God, he knows everything. And so he already knows who's going to come to Jesus and who's not. So before the foundation of the world, he'd already predetermined that all of those who came to Jesus Christ, whoever they may be, were to be conformed to the image of his son Jesus. Amen? Amen. Romans chapter 12, Romans chapter 12, beginning with verse 1. Romans chapter 12. beginning with verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy. So you're to present your body living and holy and acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service. And that's the condition you're supposed to keep your body in all the time. Amen? And be not conformed to this world. No, we're not supposed to be molded and shaped by the world and by their ideas and by their methods. We're not supposed to be shoved into that mold, not at all. But be ye transformed. How? By the renewing of your mind. So what you believe, what you think, and how you, how you assess information and how you respond to information It's got to all change. It can't be that same old thing you used to do. Your mind has got to become renewed. Amen? Your mind has got to be renewed. Why? So that you can prove Through your own life, what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? That's why. It's important. It's very important. Our Father has planned and purpose to bring many sons to glory, a lot of people. He has planned to gradually 
bring you into a relationship as a true son. That means a son with some maturity that he can delegate responsibilities to, who will be loyal and not a traitor, who will serve and not insist on being served, follow his leadership, and not pull back. Amen? Amen. So that the glory of Christ who dwells within you will be reflected in a public display to the world around you. The world's got to see and the world has got to know. You know, I keep saying that we are living epistles. Epistles are letters. We're living letters that get read by men everywhere. Amen? They've got to read the right thing. They've got to know the right thing because they see it in us. Just as a baby is alive inside of the mother's womb, the living word has been made alive in you. Yeah, in you. The living word is alive in you. As the life of Jesus Christ grows and develops within you, people will be able to see and to experience more and more of the God in you. Remember we keep saying that scripture from John, that we must decrease that he might increase. We must decrease that he might increase. The old you, your old man, will be pulled back more and more and more and more until it falls away. Revealing the new you the new man who is like Jesus. But this is a process. It takes time. You can't rush it. Amen? This is the glory that the Father desires for the whole world to see. When people look at you, they are going to be able to see Jesus, not just you. They will see his glory radiating and shining through you. Remember, Jesus said that we would do greater work. 
they will be able to see you taking authority over all the power of the enemy. They will hear you speaking with authority. That's right. They will hear you speak with authority. Remember when Peter got up and began to preach? And they were, uh, they were astonished and shocked because these were just commercial fishermen. But they took note that these same persons had been with Jesus. They'd been with Jesus, so now they were starting to talk and to preach and to teach with the same authority that Jesus used, the same authority that he walked in. Amen. The same place. Let's see. All right, Acts chapter 4, verse 13. Acts chapter 4, verse 13. I'm going there, and I hope you'll join me. Acts chapter 4, verse 13. Well, I'm going to start. I'm going to start at verse 8. Acts chapter 4, beginning with verse 8. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deeds done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole? Be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God hath raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which is become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Verse 13. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled. And they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. And beholding the man which was healed standing with them, they could say nothing against. You see, 
Yes, Peter and John, unlearned and ignorant men in the natural. But you see, the old man had been peeled back, and the people could see Jesus in them. The people could see Jesus coming forth in them. And they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. So you see, this is what the Father is wanting. This is what he's desiring, for us to grow and to develop and for Christ in us, the hope of glory, to develop and as we become conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. We've got to change. And change is not always fun. If you've ever been to a construction site and there was this old dilapidated building there, And they're deciding what they're going to do, if they're going to renovate it or tear it down and build a new one. Well, guess what? They decided to tear it down. So in the process of tearing it down, there's a whole big mess that's made, loud noises, loud machines, stuff put in dumpsters, and the dumpsters are hauled off. And everything that was is coming down, is coming down, is coming down, is coming down until it's just not anymore. And then they have to get the site cleaned off. All the debris has to go. All the leftovers have to go. But once the site is cleaned off, they begin to erect a new building on the same plot of land. A new building. And there's more noise and more machines and new things being brought in and new things being put in new places. added until they have erected an entirely new building on the same plot of land that the old building once stood on. Well, that's kind of a good example of what the Lord is doing in us. The old has passed away, and all things have become new. So, yes, there's a lot of noise and a lot of banging and a lot of machines and a lot of this and a lot of that. When a new construction is going up, it's not a quiet thing, and it's not pretty either. But in the end, it's worth it. In the end, it's worth it. In the end, it's worth it. It may not be comfortable as God starts to get on your cake and tell you about this in your life and that in your life that he is not pleased with. It's not fun at all. But it's worth it to do what he says to do. 
because he is working on us. We are his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus. Let's go to Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. But I'm going to start with verse 8. Ephesians chapter 2, starting with verse 8. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Verse 10. For we are his workmanship. He's the one putting us together. Created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained or planned that we should walk in them. So God is working on a building. And it's us. And so every little thing that we feel is not going to feel good. But when God gets finished, we shall come forth as pure gold. Amen? We're not going to be a dilapidated building when the Father is finished with his work. And every one of us, are going to fit in our proper place and our proper function. We're going to come to the faith that we've been called to walk in. And each of us has to grow and develop just like that baby in the womb till we come to the fullness. Amen? Sometimes you got to step back a second and look at the bigger picture. So, Jesus said that we would do greater work and that they will be able to see us taking authority over all the power of the enemy. Well, we've started doing that here. We do it when we open up in prayer. We do it when we do the adjudications at the end. We give these situations over to the righteous judge and we ask for his rulings and adjudications concerning what is going on on the earth. Because the earth belongs to him and everything that's in it belongs to him. Amen? Praise the Lord. However, saints, before this paramount truth of Jesus, the living word living in us can become a reality in your life, you must come to the place in your Christian experience where Galatians 2.20 speaks for you. Galatians 2.20 must speak for you. I am crucified with Christ. 
I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Christ lives in me. Well, how can you say that? Well, we explain that. Christ lives in me. I die, but now I live. And Christ lives in me. Amen? Christ lives in me. You got to get used to that. Christ lives in you. It's not the old you anymore. So you are not indebted to the old you to do the thing that you used to do and believe the ways you used to believe and run your life the way you used to run it. You're new now. Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. I'm not living on my own steam. I'm not my own electricity. I live by the faith of the Son of God. Amen? I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. For this truth of Christ living in you can really be a truth and a reality in your life you must come to the place that you can say truthfully, and the Holy Spirit will confirm that Galatians 2.20 speaks for you. It's got to be real to you. You must know that you know that you know that you are dead. And Jesus The living word is living his life through you. That's a tall order, say. But you know, the Father has intended for it to be that way, and he's going to help us to get there. It may seem like a lofty goal, but the Lord himself is going to help us to get there. I've been crucified with Christ, and I myself, I no longer live. Christ lives in me. Amen. The real life I live in my body is a result of my faith in Jesus Christ, my trusting in him. Amen. So Jesus' death is not meaningless to us. 
its meaning full to us. As we grow, as we develop, and as we are transformed into the image of Jesus Christ. Amen? As we are transformed into the image of Jesus Christ. We all need to think about this because it's an ongoing process, and we have to stay with the process. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Brother Bill. Praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. Praise the Lord. What a wonderful message tonight. We have some wonderful praise reports. Let's start with N.K. She says, pray. K.K. is away on a business trip and only had four and a half hours. Four to five hours of sleep last night, which is a miracle in itself. As I was saying good night to AK, massive confusion and division were stirred up. I was very upset because I was supposed to be praying along with the church. There was nothing I could do to get things back in order. I finally put in a prayer request, texted AK to intercede, and finally everything settled. Thank God for giving us power over the enemy. Yes, sounds like she didn't back down and she kept fighting. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. You're teaching us how to fight. In alms has a praise report. I give God thanks for watching over my grandchildren and healing them of their trauma as they were dealing with as dealing with my son's mind. Praise you, Lord. And I praise the Lord for providing me with a new, safe, and comfortable place to live, as well as workers that are working together with me. And this new program, I give God all the praise. And thank you, prayer warriors. To God be the glory. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Jory has a praise report. No inflammation found in my blood, so no cancer and healed from arthritis. Vitamin D deficiency gone. Cholesterol perfect. All blood work perfect except for AIC, which had a significant improvement and no longer pre-diabetic. Lost 45 pounds, have also, 45 pounds have gone missing. I like the way she put that. <laughs> Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus, my healer and my redeemer. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That's awesome. To look that 45 pounds have gone missing. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, praise you. For him has a praise report. Thank you, Lord, for normalizing the pressure in my eyes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I know you're going to heal me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. And we have another praise report from NK. It says, thank you, Jesus, for keeping AK and I safe from harm and getting us home. You are our love and our life. Dana, praise report. Out. Was recently contacted with an offer for the house. I thank God for leading to the research firm that wanted to buy it because the information that I found led me to steer clear from this company with press with questionable practices. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. And Dana has public repentance and a praise report. I was working to resolve business matters for my parents today, and I publicly repent of failing the Lord this morning. I had worked diligently to make sure the paperwork was so accurate 
so that two issues could be resolved after all these months. Just to be told, there was another. Last-minute unpleasant surprise. Part of the process they forgot to mention, and I became very weepy. However, I thank God that he answered my prayer to keep my emotions in check while I was working on another matter for them this afternoon. He granted my prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And Dana says, lately I put on some weight, so I listened to Dr. Pat's sermon on weight demons while sleeping, and my appetite has diminished listening to it hallelujah hallelujah and amy miller has a praise report my dog bandit is healed i put in a prayer request a few weeks ago thank you lord i put a prayer request about my knee and then i fell at the grocery store as i knew he would my knee is healing very nicely there was no bruising and very little swelling but it did not hurt and it's so much better. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And NK has another praise report. KK just landed safely. Thank you, Lord. This that his delay wasn't a day or more like some others. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Grace has a praise report. I thank the Lord for answering my prayer. He showed me more things in my home and property my ex-husband left behind for evil intent. I'm sleeping better and have less tormenting dreams. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And KK has a praise report. I had to travel to New York for work this week. On Wednesday morning, all of us who had traveled there received notice about thunderstorms coming and how it would impact our return flights later this week. I was also the only person who didn't come into agreement with the news, spoke positively over my return flight, and prayed. We were all supposed to fly back yesterday. Despite a four-hour delay, I was the only person whose flight wasn't canceled. My colleagues from Miami, Los Angeles, and Chicago all had their flights canceled and had to spend another night in New York City trying to get them home today. Thank you, Jesus, for my safe travels and getting me home yesterday. Praise you, Lord Jesus. We just praise you. These are wonderful, awesome praise reports. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. We give you all the praise and all the glory, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you. Amen. Amen. That was wonderful, wonderful testimonies that we heard, saints. Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we often come before you asking you to do something for us. But right now, we want to take a few minutes just to thank you for the things that you have already done. You've done so many marvelous, wonderful things. Splendor splendor is released. Magnificent is released. Excellent is released in Jesus' name. We want to thank you, Lord. We want to humbly thank you. For all that you have done, every prayer that you have answered, Father, all the prayers that went into the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room and the prayer box at the church, we want to thank you for your answers, Father, in Jesus' holy name. Amen, we want to thank the Lord. You know, saints, we live different lives 
now that we have engaged ourselves in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room and in praying for one another. Our lives have gone to another level. We're not just by ourselves trying to believe for every little thing and struggling for every little thing by ourselves. No, we banded together as the body of Christ. And there's more strength when we come together. God likes the unity that we have chosen to embrace. And he answers it seemingly more speedily than when everyone was trying to do their own little prayer by themselves. When we come together as the body of Christ, as believers in Jesus, trusting Jesus, loving one another. The Lord is in our midst to do miracles. Amen? And we need to believe him for more miracles and greater miracles. What a way to live all these years on earth and get home and find that there are so many more miracles we could have had, but we just didn't believe the Lord for them. Amen? What a way. So I want to challenge each of us. Let's step out in faith a little bit more. Let's believe God to answer even more of our prayer requests. And that means we're going to have to humble ourselves. You know, some of us, Feel that you know we don't have to put our prayer request in the global prayer warriors prayer room for some reason but we're going to have to humble ourselves and enter our prayer request because God is there waiting to answer he's waiting to answer he's waiting to work things out for us amen amen And he encourages us in the scriptures to do this very thing. We talked about it earlier, about asking, seeking, and knocking. God is waiting to answer us. But we have to be willing to use the avenues that he's given to us. Amen? Amen. So I want to encourage you. Don't think your prayer request is too small or too private. Well, if it's too private, the Holy Spirit will give you a wording, a way to word it. Amen? Believe him for that. Believe that God will give you the proper verbiage. Amen? It's the truth. Some of you, well, I couldn't do that. Yes, you can. The Bible says, that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us if we choose to. But first, we must choose to. We must choose to trust the Lord and to walk out in faith and to embrace what he's putting before us. It's a choice you make. It's a choice. You know there are always those people who go to the beach and all they do is walk on the shoreline. They never get into the water. Then there are those people who go wading out as, as the waves come in, 
and they go up to about their ankle. There are other people who go to about their knees, and some people even to their waist. But most people don't dive all the way in. You see, every individual makes their own choice. And I want to encourage you to give yourself more to the things of God because the more you give, the more you receive from him. The more of yourself that you give to the things of God, the more that you receive of him. Amen? Amen. So we're going to go to the Global Prayer Warriors Prayer Room for about a second, at least I am. Hold right there. I'll be with you in a minute. I want to see something right quick. Come on, computer. Do what you're supposed to do. That's better. Yeah. Praise God. Amen. All right. Praise the Lord. I just want to thank the Lord for what he's done for me. Amen. Praise God. So, all right. We're going to go to the guest call-ins in area code 3367. Area code 3367, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hello, Pastor Sabrina. How are you doing? I'm fine in here. Hello. Oh, I'm yes. going to turn my volume up. I'm sorry. Um, all right. I wanted prayer. Um, I'm having, um, still having dream infiltration, and um, I'm seeing coworkers and bosses that I haven't been around in over a year, and I'm just trying to figure out how they're still getting in my dreams. And I also having ter- um, trouble discerning my good and bad dreams, even though I'm using the dream protocol. And I just keep okay. hearing no. I'm, I'm, I'm di- Go ahead. I keep hearing no. I keep hearing no, and um, and I just end up turn, you know, sending it back. But some of the stuff seems like it's been pro- He's letting me know some things, and I'm trying to send it back, you know, like it's a curse. Like my car, when my car messed up, I saw that it was being repaired in the dream. I thought it was a curse because I couldn't hear clearly whether it was um from the Lord. And okay. also, um, I've been on attack by somebody this week. They kept, they, well, the last two weeks, I guess it's going on the second week, they've been trying to choke me, I guess kill me. And, of course, you know, I cut the snakes off and I did the, uh, you know, cut the silver cords. And but once they're done, I'm having trouble getting whatever they're putting on my neck off. I need, you know, I don't have the discernment to know what what are they doing on my neck. And I also got something on my back, like the right upper back mostly, but all all over my back. And I've been hearing footsteps in my house. And I start binding the demon and. Thank you. Thank you. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, as the body of Christ, in our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we take authority. Who owned that house before you? See, that's the thing. We don't. It was somebody here. 
they didn't stay long. Um, they, I mean, it was just weird. When I got um, a landline, I had the same landline as the guy that was the, the, the son that was here. And somehow we got the same dentist and everything. They called. It was just weird. We, I ended up going to the same dentist as he did. It was just weird. But I never knew who the people were. They claimed it was a new house, but they didn't stay long. Like um, either they didn't, it didn't, their paperwork didn't go through, or I just never got anything clear about that. All right. And I well, wanted, I, I tried to find out from the realtor, you know, what, did somebody die in this house? You know, besides my mother, and I could never get an answer. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we lift. We lift this property to you, Father. Break it in the name of Jesus Christ. And its origins and its history, Father. We bind up. All right, Lord, we'll do it that way. Father, in the name of Jesus, we forgive what happened on this property in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Forgive what happened on this property in Jesus' holy name. Oh, hallelujah. We apply Hebrews 9.14, Father. We ask that you wash it clean in the blood. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We ask that you wash it clean in the blood. And we take authority, dominion, and power in the name of Jesus of every spirit from the past that has tried to linger on this property in Jesus' name. We break your grip and hole in the name of Jesus Christ. We cut you. From all the spirits that have dwelt on this property in Jesus' name, we cut her free. We end their claims to this property in the spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. And we transfer this property into the kingdom of God's dear son. We transfer this property into the kingdom of God's dear son. No curses here in Jesus' name. No Amen. In Jesus' name. No curse can abide. No curse can work in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord between you and the people you used to work with. I sent you an email that you might not have gotten to yet. There okay. is yet a connection, a connection between you and the people you used to work with. 
As you seek okay. the Lord in fasting and prayer, he will reveal this to you. He is a revealer of secrets. Yes. The Bible says Amen. that our Lord is a revealer of secrets. Amen. 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 If you have to seek him. He's been saying, ask, seek, and knock. Yes, yes, Lord. Thank you so much. That's Thank in you, Daniel 2.47. Daniel 2.47, okay. Is a God of gods and a Lord of kings and a revealer of secrets, seeing thou couldst reveal this secret. Daniel chapter 2, verse 47. Amen? I read that today. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Pastor Sabrina. You're welcome. Father, in the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus down her neck and back. The blood of Jesus. We break the grip and hold of that spirit that came to attack in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you, too. Amen. Area code 469, we're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hello? Hello? Oh, this is Sabrina. Hello, Dr. Sabrina. This is Nathaniel from New Mexico. Hello, how are you? I'm good. Um, I called in because I wanted a prayer from um. Let me see. I wrote it down. Oh yeah, from the spirit of, from any spirit of lust that resides in me, and for um. Well, I've been praying for uh for God's permit Jesus to come and baptize me with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, and also I've been praying that he, um maybe when Jesus like appears to me physically in a manifestation or something like that, that he should um also please give me the gift of the word of knowledge, the gift of divine healing. And um, the gift of this, the supernatural okay, gift of discerning of spirits. Right there. Stop. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Jesus decides when the Holy Spirit comes inside of you, the Holy Spirit comes with all the gifts. It is God's choice, not your choice. God's choice. It's his prerogative which gifts and which talents he uses in you at different times in your life. They're his gifts to be used by him for his glory. It's not Mm -hmm. your place to pick out, like you're in the grocery store, which gift and which which this and which that you want. When you get him, you get all of him. It's up to him. See, the gifts and the talents work as he wills. Amen? Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. They work as he wills. Praise the Lord. So, Father, in the Amen. name of Jesus, we lift this young brother to you. Did you read the book of Acts? Yeah, I've been reading it. I'm, I think I'm halfway done with it. Okay, keep reading and keep believing. We lift this brother to you, Father, and we ask that you 
uh, grow his faith, Father, in the name of Jesus, around your truth, the truth of your word. We thank you for his understanding becoming enlightened in Jesus' holy name. Father, we thank you for growing him up in the word of God. And as he reads the book of Acts, Father, we ask that you open his understanding so that he can begin to understand what he reads. In Jesus' name, amen? Amen. We're still praying for you. God bless you and keep listening. Amen? Amen. Thank you. You're welcome. God bless. Area code 562, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hi, hi Pastor Sabrina. Um, this is Bobby. My mom wants um, to, she's requesting prayer. Uh, my name is Tina, and I'd like prayer. I've been having problems with my right arm and shoulder, and also um, my feet. Um, the tingling sensations through them. Are you diabetic? No. Is it in your family? Yes. Okay. It is in your family line. Yes. All right, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, Seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. When did you become a Christian? When did you become a Christian? Years ago when I was like 18, 17. Have you sinned have since you, then? Has I, have I sinned? Since that time. Um, yeah. Okay, then... We need to do a little recommitting right now, all right? Okay. All right. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. In my life, I have sinned. In my life, I have sinned. I ask you to forgive me for all of my sins. I ask you to forgive me for all of my sins. And the sins of my family and ancestors. And to, I didn't hear that other word. And to forgive me of the sins of my family members and ancestors. And to forgive me for uh, my my sins, the sins of my ancestors and family members. Amen. Very good. Amen. I I ask you to come live in my heart. I ask you to come live in my heart. And be my personal Savior. And be my personal Savior. And the Lord of my life. And the Lord of my life. That means that you are in charge of my life, not me. And that means that you are in charge of my, my life and not me. 
I ask you to heal my body. I ask you to heal my body. I ask you to deliver me from every spirit that is not like you. And I ask you to deliver me with any spirit that is not like you. I want nothing to do with Satan. I want nothing to do with Satan. Or his powers. Or his powers. I give you my life. I give you my life. My love. My love. And my loyalty. And my loyalty. Father, in the name of Jesus, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, with the sword of the Spirit, we cut this sister free from every soul tie, ley line, silver cord, garland, chain, fetter, net, yoke, snare, and work of the devil in the name of Jesus Christ. We command these spirits to be bound in Jesus' name. Every demonic spirit coming down her family line, coming through her ancestors, coming through anyone she's had sexual intercourse with, anyone she has been in love with, anyone she has been attached to. We take authority, dominion, and power over these spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind them now, and we command them to come up and out of her body, up and out of her life right now in Jesus' name. I need you to take a deep breath and cough from your gut. (coughs) Keep doing Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Don't stop till I tell you to. Keep going. Deep breath first, cough next. Deep breath first, cough next. Come out of the mind. All of those devils come out of the mind in the name of Jesus. Come out of the mind. Come out of the mind. All of those spirits coming down the family line, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind legion in Jesus' holy name. Come up and out of her in the name of Jesus Christ. Diabetes, you're bound in Jesus' name. Come out. We break the the tentacles of the squid in Jesus' name. We break the tentacles of the octopus in Jesus' name. Come off her body parts in the name of Jesus. Come out of her. Come out of her leg. Come out of her circulation. Loose her heart in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out. Come out of her. Come out of her. Every infirm spirit, come out of her now. In the name of Jesus, every spirit of sickness, every spirit of disease, every spirit of ailment, hey, hallelujah, radadabarusha, eru, all ailments, you are bound in Jesus' name. Come out of her, deep breath and calm. Come out of her, every ailment. And we close the open doors in the name of Jesus Christ. We close and seal every open door in Jesus' holy name. Come out of her. All of those ailments that have been in her family for decades, you cannot have her body. Her body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. It is a personal property of Jesus Christ. Do you have any tattoos? No. Very good. Praise the Lord. Don't get any. Satan's marks on her body. We erase with the blood of Jesus Christ. Come out of her body. Every ailment, every disease state, every sickness, every weakness come out of her body in the name of Jesus Christ. Deep breath and cough, darling. 
Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we ask that you submerge this sister under the blood and that the Holy Spirit overshadow her in Jesus' name. Fill her to overflowing, Lord. Fill her to overflowing in the name of Jesus Christ. Fill her with your spirit and your holy fire to overflowing. In Jesus' name. Fill her to overflowing, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, praise the Lord. Are you feeling better? Yes. You feeling lighter? Yes. Okay, do you know any songs about the blood of Jesus? Yes. Okay, then you sing those songs to Jesus every day, all right? Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome, and call us back soon. God bless you. God bless you, too. Thank you, Pastor. You're welcome, love. Rodadiosura, <laughs> Irriki be shoro kohoro kose teria brusa de diosoto, reke tera brisa teria. Rada da brusa de diosunda, rekise tera de diosula le dianda, reki boshata, reke tera brusa tera brisa tera bru, bebeshe. Arregise tera bru. Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift before you every member of Miracle Outreach Ministries, and I ask Lord, read that a brusa de that you bring forth their healing, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you bring forth their healing wherever they need to be healed in Jesus' holy name. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Ukrainians have been urged to use a telegram chat box to report people they suspect Now, they don't have to have any proof. They just are suspecting of aiding Russian forces and spreading Kremlin propaganda. The Ukrainian Minister of Digital Transformation wrote on Facebook on Thursday that the enemy chat box has has already received over 700 messages, such as he went over to the side of the occupiers helps the Roman military, repairs enemy equipment, and supports the actions of the occupiers in robbing houses. If you know that someone from your village or town is collaborating with the occupiers, is spreading Russian propaganda, report them to the enemy chat box. Now, saints, let me tell you something. Nosy is not a part of the character and nature of Jesus Christ. Nosy is not a part of the character and nature of Jesus Christ. 
neither is meddling in the affairs of others. I'm going to give you this example in Scripture, and I don't remember exactly where the Scripture is. You'll have to look it up. David was king, and the head of the military didn't like the head of the Israeli army. He didn't like it. Uh, for reasons, I think the man uh, had to fight his brother in a, in a war skirmish, and his brother got killed. I think that's the way the story went. And the man came to see David. The man came to see David. And he and David had a discussion. Israel, the other ten tribes, the rest of the tribes, I don't remember if it was ten, but the rest of the tribes following David. And so all of Israel would be united, not just a few tribes here and the majority of the tribes there. And the man who was the head of David's army came back from doing whatever business he had to do. And when he got back, the they told him, so-and-so has been here to see David, and David sent him away. He's quite gone. So he marched in to see King David and said, why have you had so-and-so here? You know he's come to just spy you out and do this and do that and do the other. So he sent a message to the man that David had sent away, and the man came back, and when the man came back, he slew the man. He killed him. Well, you said, well, how did all of that happen? The they's. They facilitated it. Had the they's kept their mouths shut, the man might have lived. The they's. The they's like to report things that that's not their place to report spread rumors and gossip and innuendo. They have split many a church, and for that they will answer to Jesus Christ. They have wounded many a saint and many a warrior, the they. So in this example, the Ukrainian minister of digital transformation is trying to ferret out all the ga- all the days so they can go tattle and spy on their neighbors. The Bible says that we're not to partake or participate in other men's sins. So we're putting this before the Lord tonight for his judgment. Amen? Because if they could, they'd start that foolishness here. And they have. But it's not escalating. This man is trying to escalate this. This is what they did to the Jews. All right? So uh, the Ukrainian Minister of Digital Transformation, wow, what a title, added that all submissions are received, checked, and sent over to Ukraine's security service. He also urged citizens to keep their own safety in mind, asking them 
to videotape the collaborators collaborators in secret, spying on people. They're soliciting regular people to spy and to suspect other people. They don't have any facts. They don't have any truth. They're just going to go on innuendo. And to delete photos and correspondence with the enemy. He stated that if there is no opportunity to take photos, then people can simply send the information in plain text. One of the comments under his post urged the minister to pay special attention to validating the messages received by the chat box, warning that given the internal strife in the country, it could lead to a lot of innocent people being accused, as in falsely accused. You know, Jesus isn't too happy about the accuser of the brethren. The chat box was launched back in March, and Ukrainians were initially instructed to use its sightings of Russian equipment or forces and send exact geolocation data of enemy positions along with photos and videos, which would be later shared with the Ukrainian armed forces. So there's a lot of sin in that one. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the University of Edinburgh in Scotland has urged its students to report misinformation after one of its teachers was accused of spreading false Russian narratives. According to the Times and the BBC, the British Broadcasting Company, while stating that it was committed to freedom of expression and creating a safe space for staff and students to discuss controversial topics, the university noted that it has a strong view against the spread of misinformation. Ask students to report concerns that they might have about teachers. In other words, sabotage your teacher. The academic in question, Tim Hayward, a professor of environmental political theory at the University of Edinburgh, had retweeted a statement made by a Russian representative to the UN who claimed that the alleged Russian bombing of a maternity hospital in Ukraine was a false flag operation. In March, Hayward also shared a link to an article questioning the reported Russian attack on a theater in that city and asked, what do we know of the reality? The article suggested that the assault may have also been a false flag operation carried out by Ukrainians in an attempt to generate public outrage and provoke a military intervention from the West. That's called manipulation. A Ukrainian student at the university who says she has family members fighting now told the BBC that she was deeply concerned over the professor's social media activity, stating that the moment we start to equate the two sides in the story is the moment we lose our humanity. The oppressor, in this case Russia, should not be given the same kind of platform as those who are being oppressed. Well, you see, that's her personal opinion. 
It's not a law. It's her personal opinion. She told the outlet that she alerted the university to Professor Hayward's tweet. Another student, Mary Angela Alejandro, expressed concern over Hayward's statements on the alleged chemical weapons attack in Syria and his critical view of the White Helmets organization, which he shared with students during a lecture. According to a lecture obtained by the BBC, Hayward told his students that there were two prevailing narratives surrounding the alleged attack of Duma, Syria, in 2018. One narrative says the White Helmets helped rescue victims, provided evidence, and gave witness statements about the chemical attack on April 7, 2018. The critics say the White Helmets were responsible for staging a false flag event to spur the West to attack the Syrian government. In fact, dispute about this case is still current, he noted. The BBC wrote that Alejandro said she came away from Hayward's lecture thinking it could be true that the attack was fake until she's Syrian friend. Now, who knows what the Syrian friend thinks or knows? The article, however, did not specify what her friend said. Hayward has defended his teaching by stating that his course simply asks whether a claim should be accepted solely on the basis of someone's authority, adding that the concept extends to his own words as well. He hit out against the BBC for what he considers to be attacks on him and other academics who are challenging the prevailing narrative. Following the BBC's article Hayward wrote on Twitter, academia should support open discussion of propaganda, not be constrained to toe an official line in an information war. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the U.S. to get infant formula and other baby food from Belarus, the country's president, Said on Friday, he was commenting on the shortage of crucial product in America and the Biden administration's operation to fly in supplies. We have good milk, good meat, products for kids, canned food, formula, everything. If they like it, we could launch supplies tomorrow, he said. The, le- the Belarus leader, who was sanctioned by the U.S. for alleged violations of human rights, added that he was willing to offer the food either as a commercial product or as humanitarian aid. He added that he believed Americans could afford to pay for the product. The president made the remarks when talking to the press. He called on reporters to relay his offer to every American. The baby formula shortage in the U.S. was triggered by the February shutdown of a Michigan plant operated by Abbott Laboratories over contamination concerns. At least that's what they're telling us. The facility, which accounts for roughly 40% of the formula in the U.S., recalled some of its products and shut down a manufacturing plant after four babies who had been fed formula made at the factory contracted a rare bacterial infection. Two of them later died. U.S. President Joe Biden acknowledged this week 
that he underestimated the importance of the plant for the supply. He said his administration switched into full gear after becoming aware of the situation in early April and was moving to resolve the crisis. Washington sent military cargo planes to bring baby formula from Germany. The U.S. is also seeking to secure more supplies from the U.K. and Australia as part of the so-called Operation Fly Formula. Belarus as a nation and President Lyshenko personally have been in the crosshairs of multiple rounds of Western sanctions. The latest batch came as a retaliation for the country's having allowed Russian troops to use its territory to stage the offensive against Ukraine. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a Spanish court has summoned former CIA director Mike Pompeo as a witness to testify about whether the U.S. government planned to abduct or even assassinate WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. ABC has reported on Friday, citing its sources. The judge of the National Court, Santiago Pedraz, has agreed to summon as a witness Mike Pompeo, former U.S. Secretary of State and former CIA director, to explain whether the intelligence agency and the U.S. government, with Donald Trump at its helm, drew up a plan in 2017 to kidnap and assassinate the founder of WikiLeaks, the report read. According to the outlet sources, Pompeo has been summoned to appear as a witness this June, although he may give testimony via video link. Pedraz made the decision after prosecutor Carlos Batista supported the request made by Assange's lawyer, Martinez, in September 2021. Yahoo News broke a story alleging that the CIA plotted to kidnap the WikiLeaks founder, a plan that sparked fierce debates within the Trump administration over the legality and practicality of such an operation. Moreover, senior U.S. officials reportedly went so far as to request sketches or options on how to assassinate Assange. Following the report, Pompeo called for the criminal prosecution of the sources who shared the story with Yahoo News, saying that they all should be prosecuted for speaking about classified activity inside the CIA. Julian Assange rose to fame owing to WikiLeaks pro-transparency activism and the publication of huge troves of leaked classified documents that expose dark secrets of many governments including alleged war crimes committed by the U.S. forces in Afghanistan and Iraq. The WikiLeaks founder has been confined in the Belmarsh Maximum Security Prison in London since April 2019, pending possible extradition to the U.S. In April, a London court issued a formal extradition order for Assange that is now subject to approval by Britain's interior minister. However, the WikiLeaks founder still has legal avenues of appeal. Should he be extradited to the U.S., he will be tried under the Espionage Act, which prohibits obtaining information related to national defense that can be used to undermine U.S. interests. The activist has denied all charges, and his lawyers have argued 
that the defendant has not been under U.S. jurisdiction and had engaged in completely legal journalism. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Most American Christians want to share their faith, but only a minority of them have encouraged others to embrace Jesus Christ in the last six months. According to new data released by LifeWay Research, this suggests that more than six in ten believers don't know any method. Now, isn't that awful? They don't know any methods for telling others about their faith in Christ. Now, if you're in this ministry and you're trying to tell me you don't know any methods uh, for telling others about your faith, you need to email me at my email address. Amen? And it's right in the chat room. If you're a part of this ministry and you don't have any concept whatsoever of how to talk to somebody or lead them to Christ, you need to email me. Amen? Released last week, The LifeWay Research Survey titled Evangelism Explosion Study of American Christians' Openness to Talking About Faith is based on survey responses from 1,011 American Christians who were interviewed between April 12th and 23rd with an error margin of plus or minus 3.1%. Quotas and slight weights were used to balance gender, age, region, ethnicity, education, and religion to reflect the population more accurately. The survey found that 54% of participants said they are either willing or eager when asked what they think about telling others about Jesus Christ. However, 52% of Americans who identify as Christians believe that encouraging someone to change their religious beliefs is offensive and disrespectful. They should have met the Apostle Paul in person. They really should have. Unfortunately, it didn't work that way. And 66% of Christians are not familiar with any methods for telling others about Jesus. 68% of respondents believe that it is the responsibility of the pastor to equip the congregation to share the gospel. And actually, that's not the truth. Actually, that's not the truth, (laughs) okay? And 69% agree that it's the responsibility of Christians to encourage non-Christians to trust Christ as their Savior. However, the survey revealed that 70% of Christians have not shared with a stranger how to become a Christian in the past six months, while 93% say they are at least somewhat open to having a conversation about faith with a friend, only 52% shared a story in the last six months about what God has done in their life with a friend or a family member who is not a Christian. Additionally, 57% say they have not invited an unchurched friend or family member to attend a church service or some other program at church in the past six months. And 62% say they have not shared with a friend or family member how to become a Christian in the last six months. Scott McConnell, the executive director of LifeWay Research, believes there are some Christians who might avoid evangelizing because doing so could be viewed as unkind. I guess they want them to go to hell. And they want to be perceived as loving. 
they're going to love them into hell, I guess. I don't know what they think. For some Christians, their love for others compels them to suggest this offensive thought. For others, this discourages them from speaking up about what they believe, McConnell surmised in a statement. He said, it's a bold idea to encourage someone to consider converting the center of their life to be Jesus Christ. While many Christians don't seem to be evangelizing to friends and family, 64% have prayed for the salvation of a friend or family member in the past month. Comes more easily than talking with someone about it, McConnell said. It isn't clear if the proverbial cat has the tongue of some Christians or if they're not connecting with non-Christians in settings where these conversations can take place. When broken down by racial demographics, the survey's findings suggest that black Christians were more likely to share their faith with unbelievers than white Christians in the past six months. The findings reveal that half of the white Christian population surveyed 50% answered that they did not engage in any faith-based conversations with family or friends in the past six months. About 32% of African-American respondents said they didn't hold any conversations about faith with a family, with a friend or family member who is an unbeliever in the past six months. The survey found that white respondents, 64%, were more likely than African-American respondents, 52%, to say they didn't share how to become a Christian with a friend or family member. A higher percentage of African Americans, 56%, say that they would be very open to holding a conversation with a friend about their faith if given the opportunity. A lower percentage of white Christians, 44%, said they would be very open to sharing their faith with a friend. Additionally, 42% of African-American respondents say that they were very open to having a conversation about faith with someone they have never met before. Then whites, 30%, and Hispanics, 31%. Many Christians say they agree sharing their faith is important, McConnell continued. But many also need encouragement and to be shown how to share the good news about Jesus Christ with others. A higher percentage of white respondents, 38%, said they did not pray for salvation for any loved ones, while 24% of black respondents said that they didn't engage in any salvation-focused prayers on behalf of their friends or relatives. John Sorensen, president of Evangelism Explosion, a ministry that trains people on how to share their faith in Christ, said many are willing to share the Christian faith. Still, Not many take the initiative to do so. Now, perhaps more than ever, people are open to conversations about faith. Yet this study reveals few Christians actually take the opportunity to engage in personal evangelism, he noted. Our mission at Evangelism Explosion is to equip followers of Jesus who have the confidence to share the gospel naturally, lovingly, and intentionally with family, friends, and yes, even strangers, which is why we wanted insights on the evangelistic attitudes of Christians. We imagine a world where every believer is a witness for Christ to his glory. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So 
You have it there, saints. Now you know what we have to go before the Lord concerning tonight. Amen. And it's a very, very important thing. Brother Marshall, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you here. I don't know which here you are, but I'll try this here. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you now. Okay, praise God. Yeah, I I was out, so I was on the cell phone initially, so I'm sorry for the confusion. But, Lord, you're not the author of confusion, but you're you're so gracious and patient with me. Oh, my goodness. Lord, I thank you for teaching us all, day by day, moment by moment. I thank you that you said you'll never leave us or forsake us. Because apart from you, Jesus, I can't do anything. But with you, oh my goodness, I can do all things because of that. And anointing through Christ who strengthens us. We thank you, Father, for helping us, giving us confidence in your word, because your word is forever settled in heaven. So, Father, we come boldly before your throne of grace in agreement, according to Matthew eighteen nineteen, because you said, If two of you on earth agree, grace, touch anything you ask, it shall be done by Father which is in heaven. We ask for a divine intervention and adjudication. We thank you, Jesus, for your interceding not only through us and by your spirit, but for all those of Indeceded, for even all those we have the opportunity to share even a smile with, to give them an opportunity to say, what's different about Sabrina? Why is she so, you know, what's different about Brother Bill? I know Brother Bill got to share things with people, and I thank you, Father, share things that are important on his heart, how people can be healed, how they can get to go to know they're going to get to go to heaven. We thank you, Father, for teaching us all and teaching us all and not leaving us as orphans. We thank you for the spirit of adoption, Father. Thank you, Jesus your mercies that are new every day. We ask for divine intervention and adjudication from the righteous judge, Father, concerning the situation with the people in Ukraine being told to tattle on one another, just like the Nazis wanted the people in Germany to do. It's not a very nice thing, and whether that's appropriate, depending on people's different perspectives, it's still not a nice thing to do, to turn brothers and sisters against one another. We bind up that ungodly spirit. Satan, you're bound, or your underlings are perpetually bound. In fact, every witchcraft curse sent against all of us and all those involved with miracle in that church are bound. In return, at least several has the spirit to send, do those first and then do thus. Every spirit of ungodly control, which is kind of what this is involved, in trying to get people to turn on their known neighbors, their friends, their family members. All these spirits are trying to manip- manipulate people through mind control, through psychological warfare. Every spirit of saying good is evil and evil is good and all the nonsense that's going on in this day and age, we bind every one of the, we bind every one of those spirits of deception and every spirit of ungodly persuasion in Jesus ungodly persuasion in Jesus' name. We cancel our assignments, not, not just those in Ukraine, those in, in Scotland and the United States and every nation, all the globe, all over the globe, every spirit of trying to say, Oh, this teacher this teacher can't share one one possible uh, scenario versus another. Well, I think that's rather refreshing, and I think if whether there are some teachers that are willing to do that, would there be more that would be willing to look at both sides of the coin? Most people, they find a coin on the ground, they pick it up and say, oh, what's this side look like? Oh, it has a, pers- a picture of some dead president or something like that, a, a picture of a face. What's the other side look like? Oh, so what, we're, what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to check, the, check these things out, look at both sides. And what are we supposed to do with these temples of the Holy Spirit? Oh, we're supposed to, what did Jesus say? Render unto Caesar what belongs to Caesar, what belongs unto, what, what, unto God, what belongs unto God. Who, whose image did he make us in? His image. That's what he called the first Adam, and that includes men and women. 
they were named Adam, and Adam means ruddy face or blood in the face. He made us in his image. He made us in the image of blood. And you said, Lord, in your word, he that sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God made him man. I think that's in Genesis chapter 9, verse 6, but somewhere around there. So, Father, we thank you, Father God, for showing us the image of God. Because you told us in your word to seek the Lord in his strength, seek his face continually. And you said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. We want wars to cease. We want all the nasty things to cease, not just in Ukraine, but all over the world. And not just the physical wars, yes, especially those, but even the psychological wars, the wars against the children, trying to turn the children, even in this country, against their parents. Oh, don't tell your mommy and daddy. We're giving you the opportunity to dress up like a little girl if you're if you're a boy or vice versa. We thank you, Father God, for helping cut up the, the children to wake up. To wake, the, how are the children going to learn? Cut up. Father God, we have to help the parents to wake up and know what to do. Help us all to wake up, and not just the students at the University of Edinburgh in Scotland, to wake up and say, well, wait a minute. This professor gives us the opportunity to actually allow us to think even to think mm-hmm. with the brain that God gave us so we can compare things. So, Father, we ask for your divine intervention, adjudication, and, perf- and per- protect those such as uh, Professor Hayward's and those that are trying to stand for the truth as best they know how, including those in Ukraine, including those in Russia, including those in the United States and in Germany and Belarus and every nation, Father God, all over your world, including all those in the African nation, every nation all over your earth, Father, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness of it. You made us all in your image. Of one blood made him man. You don't just look on the outside. You look at the heart. And what do you want in our hearts? Pastor Sabrina was talking about and praying about receiving the blood of Jesus. And why is that so important? Because in the Old Testament, they, the Jewish people were forbidden from drinking blood. And I know some people in Scotland have had some ancestors and both sides, my my wife's side of uh, of her family and my family, that had some Scottish uh, ancestry, and some of those people would have uh, blood pudding, and that doesn't please you, Lord. Why is that? Because you don't want anything in us but holy blood. You want the blood of God to be in us, not the blood, not the blood of of of, uh, of a sheep or a man, especially human beings, Father God. You just want the supernatural blood of Jesus. Why is His blood so special? Oh, because he's what? The son of God. He's not just the son of Joseph. Why is that so important? Because if he was just the son of of Joseph, uh, uh, what would he be? He would have the same lineage going all the way back to the first Adam, who made a little boo-boo when he obeyed his wife instead of obeying God. Hey, we found... You want something to interject, Sabrina? No. I, I think I hear... Okay. I thought I heard you. Anyway, so, Father, we ask for your intervention, your interjection, Father God, and help me. I commit my works unto you, Lord, and my thoughts shall be established. I commit my way unto you, Lord Jesus. I trust also in you, and you will bring it to pass. And help me and my family. And, yes, I have some family members that don't believe in Jesus at all, and they're rather blunt about it. And I have other family members who think they're Christians, and I don't really know their hearts fully because I don't know what's in their heart. I don't know what they think about most of the time. I have little clues. You'll know them by their, what does it say? You'll know them by their fruit. If you look at a tree and it's producing apples, hell, it must be an apple tree. And you see another tree is producing oranges, that must be an orange tree. 
And you know, see, another thing is producing grapes. So that looks lovely. It must be must be a grapevine. So, Father, you say we'll be able to tell us by our fruit. And sometimes my words don't always reflect your nature, Lord. Help me to continue to change and to die daily. It says that in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. I die daily. So, Father, help us all to not resurrect the old man. And every single one of us, and I did that. I've repented, renounced all my sins. Of course, I didn't, hadn't read much of the book, hardly any at that point. I just knew that you know, killing people wasn't good and lying wasn't supposed to be good and, and lust, whatever that meant. Most people think it has to, only to do with sex, but it's not just to do with sex. Some people have a lust for all kinds of things. Oh, I have to have that Mercedes. I have to have that whatever. Some people want a yacht or whatever. Father got in, and I think Brother Bill gave up a boat at one point. And I know my, my wife's uncle who had a nice boat when he lived in Bermuda, he gave it up after he came to Jesus, Father. Some people give up things they really like because they say, well, Jesus is more important than this rowboat or this yacht or this whatever. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. You, you helped me give up a sports car when I came to Jesus. I thought cars were the bee's knees. And then I found out you don't even like horses, Father God. Well, you like horses. You created them. But you don't want us to esteem anything above you, Lord. And, and there's nothing wrong with horses or or, or having a way of getting around bicycles or what, cars or whatever it is, Father. But we don't worship them. And, Father God, I was worshiping cars at the time, and I needed to repent of that. I needed to have a 100%, 180-degree turnaround. So, Father, we ask that all those involved, what they're doing, speaking against those that are standing for the truth as best they know how, trying to show what's been done perhaps in Syria, was not what the mainstream narrative actually says, Father, that people will find out what the real truth is, Father. And many people have not heard the real truth about different aspects, about different so-called false flags. Some people don't even know that there's people that pretend something is done by another country to blame them, to have a, a reason to go against them and to, uh, what, gain money and, 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 and keep the military-industrial complex well-funded? I don't know, but that's what uh, who was it? President Eisenhower warned us about many years ago. I was a little kid in school when I, I saw those little those little pins. I like Ike, and then I found out, oh, he's just a man too, just like Trump is just a man. My father-in-law th- thought that Reagan was awesome, but then he was supposed to be a Christian. That's what we heard, and then we heard that he was being uh, given donations by a company that produced baby formula, and he was encouraging people in Africa to stop breastfeeding their babies. And a lot of those children were getting sick because the breast milk would actually keep their babies healthier than the formula because the formula had stuff in it that wasn't God-given and was not perfect. It was uh, just a man's attempt to sort of simulate what God made. So Father God helped the people in this nation to wake up and say, well, wait a minute, why did God create us with breasts if they even realized they were created by God? Maybe they could be used. Of course, some women, I know many people have to work, and it's very hard, and some people don't like to buy breast pumps and do all that and don't need to get into all that, but I've had two daughters that have had children, and I know that this can happen, and my wife and I had children, and we know, Father God, that you created us for a reason, and you didn't make any junk, and you enabled us to take care of our family members, and we thank you for helping those to take care of those in our families, including their spiritual food, Father, in Jesus' name. We ask for your divine intervention, adjudication, all these situations, not just with the situation with the uh, propaganda that's going on, trying to uh, turn family members against one another, trying to turn people against one another in Scotland, but in all turning one nation against another nation, turning the people of the United States against Belarus, because, oh, they're supporting those nasty, horrible Russians. 
are they so sure they're nasty, terrible? Why are they nasty and terrible? Maybe they are, maybe they're not. Maybe the people in the United States is, are completely uh, pure and holy. Maybe we've done things that um, we haven't been told all the truth about. Maybe some of the wars that we've had in the past were not completely, uh, we weren't completely open and honest. We found out after going into Iraq there, they never did find those weapons of mass destruction. We were told we're so sure they were there. That's why we had all those people go in. But didn't they build a huge, anyway, that's a whole other story. Father, we ask for your divine intervention, Judication, because you've given Jesus all power in heaven and earth, Father. That's what it says in Matthew 28, 18. You said, if two of you on earth are just anything you ask, it shall be done in my Father, which is in heaven. And Jesus said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Ask, and you shall receive. Father, we ask the Lord Jesus to continue to intercede for each one, including all those, Father God, that are in need, including those that are looking for a baby formula. Teach them what you want them to do, Father God. If you want the people in Belarus to be able to provide for the for the, the, the women that, that want to have baby formula in this nation. We give them that opportunity to do that. It's certainly better than not having something good. And it's nice that people in Belarus have good milk and good meat products for children. And we thank you, Father God. We ask you to move on the hearts, Father God, of those in authority, including those in authority in the United States, who can make these decisions to allow Belarus to sell products to the women in this country, Father God, to help them, Father, in Jesus' name. We pray for all those in authority and those that will be in authority. We ask you to remove those that need to be removed and put those in authority that you want to be there, Lord, because the Most High rules in the kingdom of man and give it to whomsoever he will, like you talk about in Daniel chapter 4 and verse 25 in Jesus' name. And you said in Psalm 75, unto, in verse 1, Unto thee, O God, do we give thanks. Unto, unto thee do we give thanks, for that thy name is near, thy wondrous works declare. What does it mean? Mean his name is near. You can read Acts 20. They broke bed and they prayed. And guess what? A, a young man fell out of the window three stories. He was taken up dead and Paul fell on him and, and he was taken up alive and they were not a little comforted. And guess what? The next morning came because he preached all night. And the next morning at a daybreak, whatever, sometime in the morning, they broke bread again. What does that mean? They just had a little snack of bread? No, it means they had communion. That's what we found, a breaking bread. means having communion. You read Acts chapter 2 toward the end of the chapters, around verse 40-something, 46 or something. They broke bread daily. And it says several places in the Lord's Prayer, give us this day our daily bread. And they did, many people in the New Testament, we realize in Acts, they had communion not just once a month or once a week. They had it daily. Why is that? Because we need to die daily. When you're looking at that little red cup of juice, and Jesus says, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. And it's very graphic. He poured out his blood, his soul, to purchase us back from the old man, the man of selfishness and fear and all that stuff. So, Father, we thank you for helping us all to die daily, that we won't be ashamed of the gospel. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It's the power of God, the salvation to all those that believe. And continuing on in, in Psalm 75, you said in verse 6, For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. God is the judge. He putteth down one, he setteth up another. And you told us how to pray, Father. You said, and I should have this memorized, but I don't. Lord, help me to hide your word in my heart that you want, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for interceding for each of us. You said in 1 Timothy chapter 2, beginning at verse 1, I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, all men, yes, every human being, for kings and for all that in authority, yes, heads of household too, even single-family households, 
that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. That would be lovely, Lord. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Hey, Father God's in Jesus. He's looking at us through that blood. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Oh, who's our Savior? Jesus is our Savior. The Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. That's what his name Jesus means, Savior. Who will have all men to be saved, all men to be sozo. That's one of those places. Saved, healed, delivered, preserved, and made whole. And to come to the knowledge of the truth. Saved, healed, delivered, preserved, and made whole. You want all men to be saved. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Not Mary, I'm sorry. Who gave himself. Mary didn't give herself. Well, she gave Jesus to us through the Holy Ghost. Who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. I do think of that nice little Jewish girl who said, Be it unto me according to your word, and that she brought the Messiah into the world. We thank you for her, Lord, but she's not a goddess. She's just a girl that was used by God. And she submitted herself. She yielded to God. And she had a hard time hiding a lot of things in her heart. She couldn't understand why Jesus said he had to hang back there when he was 13 and 12, whenever it was, back there to listen to the priests, and he got to talk to them. He, she had a hard time understanding. She thought, well, didn't he understand that they, they were concerned where he was? And we think of that scriptures, Lord, to help point out Jesus knew that he is the Son of God and that he had to do his Father's bidding. He knew he was. You were growing him up, Lord. You're growing us all up, Lord. We get to find out. Mary found out who was in her. He was a holy, holy baby. Who's in us? Christ in us, the hope of glory. So, Father, we ask you to move on the Joe Biden so-called administration or regime or whoever's pulling their puppet strings to do what's appropriate to help the women to get the food that they need for their children, Father God, because you don't want anyone to perish, Father God. You don't want any of these children to perish. You said in, in Matthew cut off the 18, 12. All, you don't want any of the children to perish, not just from lack of physical food, but, but that too, but spiritual food, because we don't live by just natural food alone, baby formula or peanut butter and jelly or anything else. We don't live by natural food alone. We live by spiritual food, because the Word of God is our food. Like you said in, in Jeremiah, cut off, what was that? The 15, 16, thy words were found in, I did eat them, and thy word is unto me the joy and rejoicing in mine heart. For I am called by thy name. Who's called by thy name? The bride of Christ. She is called by thy name. Yahweh Sikeno. The Lord our righteousness. None of us are righteous apart from the blood of Jesus. No, he came to love us and wash us from our sins in his own blood. Because that's the only thing that can clean up this nasty thing that I used to be. But he made me a new creature in Christ. We thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for changing us all. Help many be willing to point out to the fact that, hey, I used to read Playboy magazine. Now I don't even want to use it for toilet paper. No, uh it's not in the house. Thank you, Lord, for delivering us from every ungodly affection and everything that's offensive to you. We ask you to move on those in the Biden regime to be up, to make those things that are offensive to you to be offensive to them, including keeping food from the babies, Lord, in Jesus' name. We ask you to move on those that are giving lip service to caring about people, to actually doing something to help them, Father God, in Jesus' name. And we ask you, Father God, to remove those that need to be removed in your way and in your time. You said, ask and you shall receive. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. And Father, we ask you to expose what's going on concerning all this business about uh, uh, rumors about uh, assassinations against WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange, and about uh, 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 Mike Pompeo's involvement, Father God, 
and ha whatever this has to do with Donald Trump's regime, or not regime, that's inappropriate. Actually, he was duly elected, believe it or not. They they were so shocked that that little, uh, uh, whatever she was, didn't get in there. They kind of, the one who, who likes certain pieces uh, that are not very healthy for human beings, which is why they get to shake and tremble and shake because the, the, the people, the, the founders of this world that think they're in charge, that think they're pulling the puppet strings, they're starting to really quiver, quiver and shake because the people all over the world, <laughs> all over the world, not just Australia and not just the Philippines, the people all over the world are saying no, no to ungodly control, no to, peer, to ungodly uh, mind control and every other thing. Thank you, Father God, for waking up the body of Christ and waking up the people that are standing for the truth as best they know how. We ask you to bring to light what needs to be brought to light in your way and in your time. And I continue to speak blindness to the eyes of the enemy, muteness to the eyes of the enemy, and may only hear what Jesus wants to hear pertaining to each and every member of the body of Christ, all of our family members. We thank you for hiding us under the blood of Jesus. My Pat Holiday told that the witch that switched, oh, you're under the, ble you're under the blood of Jesus. Those witches cannot even see you. And they walked right by her. She used to be in their coven. And she was, her knees were a little bit knocking. She wasn't quite so sure about this. But then she found out, oh, it's true. The blood of Jesus. Because Jesus prayed to the Father, Father, I'm no more in the world, but these are in the world. Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. Well, Jesus is one with the Father. We need to be one with Jesus and the Father and the Holy Ghost because it's the Spirit of the Father in us, the Spirit of the Holy Ghost in us that gives us the witness to be able to talk to people in case we happen to be put in strange situations like many persecuted Christians have. Because the Holy Ghost is the one that brings to the recollection of what Jesus told us. We have to put a little something in there so that he can bring it back and help me to continue to do that, Lord. Continue to hide your word in my heart. So, Father, we ask you an intervention, adjudication in every one of these situations, Father God, in Jesus' name. Because those people, Father God, those people in authority are quivering and shaking because they're beginning to see what's going on, how you're exposing what's going on. And we don't have to sweat. We don't have to bite our nails and worry about it because Jesus tells us over in Matthew chapter 10, verse 26, fear them not. Who's that? Oh, those the pretending to be in authority. Fear them not, therefore, there's nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known. Even if the students in Edinburgh don't want to hear, well, there's another, there's another point of view here. But it still can be brought out. We thank you for alternative news media. We thank you we don't have to all rush to CNN to get their point of view. We thank you for bringing to light what needs to be brought to light in every one of these situations, including what's going on with you and this knowledge. We ask you to protect all those that are getting to the truth out there as best they know how, including those having to do with what the U.S. has been involved in Afghanistan, Iran, and other places of the gods. And we ask you to deliver.